All right, don't forget, giving away these Carrie Underwood tickets at the Hard Rock coming up very, very, very soon. But we've got a guest in studio. This guy's uh, become a very, very good friend of mine. He's really Danielle's friend. They went to law school together. They've both gone on to become very prominent attorneys. Patrick uh, is down in Florida in the Orlando area, has a, a very nice-sized firm, and he's got a story right now, much like the Alice Johnson story, Bernard. Yes, very compassionate. Uh, yes. Issue that here. Gaining legs, and Patrick is um, uh, trying to work with the president, Donald Trump, in an effort uh, to have some of these folks that are spending an inordinate amount of time in jail or prison for stuff like selling weed. So with that said, here he is, our good buddy, Attorney Patrick McGarrow. Good morning, Pat. Morning, Patrick. Good, good morning, uh, Bernie and Sid. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be back in New York. I'm a New Yorker at heart. Yes. Um, let's go Yanks. I know you're a Mets <laughs> fan, but uh, I watched them win in the, uh, the extra innings last night. They did win the fourth. He, he, yeah. he has a soft spot in his heart for the Yankees. Trust me when I tell you. I do. I like to see New York teams do well. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you look great, by the way. Nice yeah, jacket. That, I did tell Bernie, by the way, don't be confused by the soft-spoken Pat Magaro. I don't know anybody. I'll include David Koresh that have more guns than this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a killer in the courtroom, too. That's, yes. How many guns do you have now at this point? Um, I've lost counting to 30. <laughs> yeah. It's great being hey, in a red state, man. Look, it's a Second Amendment, baby. It's nothing like, are you I'm an saying. NRA member? Life. Hey, there you go. <laughs> NRA, NRA for life. The way he says it, too. Yeah, and he looks so, at you like, don't yeah. make me use one. You know what? <laughs> That's the last house I'm burglarizing is Patrick McGarrow's house. Uh, you got to get through my wife first. <laughs> right. See that? She's got guns, too. Well, so, no, she's got a claw hammer. That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the story. There is uh, Corvain Cooper, and correct me, or Bernie, if there's any, anything wrong with what we say, uh, marijuana, uh, some type of uh, cough medicine, <laughs> he got life in, life in prison. I hate to laugh, but are you serious? It's, it, it's, it sounds absurd, and you're laughing because it is absurd, right? The federal government has put this guy away for life without the possibility of parole at age 34. The guy's got two daughters. Said your kids are about the same age as my kids. Right. Corvain's kids are the same age as our kids. Life without the possibility of parole. For selling marijuana. No violence, no guns, no cocaine, no opioids, no fentanyl, marijuana. And no priors. Two uh, priors. Yes. And, and, okay. and, and, let me, and I'll get to that in a second. And how, how old is he, first of all? He's now about 39. Okay. But he, went to, he, he was sentenced to life without when he was 34. So he's and been it, in jail for almost six years. Right. And and he, it is the three-strike law, which you're going to allude to a exactly. little bit later. Exactly. Okay. And, and, and the two prior strikes, because he's from California, was uh, possession of weed in California before they legalized it and possession of codeine cough syrup without a prescription. So, back in 2013, the federal government announced, you know, Eric Holder said, we're not going to seek life sentences for nonviolent drug offenders anymore. Mm -hmm. Apparently, the memo didn't trickle down to the U.S. attorney in Charlotte, North Carolina. They indicted Corvine Cooper with a bunch of other people. Now, mind you, this guy is low on the totem pole. What he's doing is he's helping the boss package up the marijuana and they ship it out. Right. to get sold in other places. That's all he's doing. He's not making much money on this. Right. So, but because he had two prior strikes and because he refused to cooperate with the federal government, they said, okay, we're going to file this special piece of paper that says if you're convicted, you get life without the possibility of parole. The judge has no discretion. He has to give him life. And that's exactly what they did. So 
Eric Holder's memo, you know, saying we're not going to do this, I guess that went by the wayside. I guess so. Uh, uh, by the way, Patrick worked on legal aid with Danielle. And they go to law school together to work together at legal aid, which, of course, is a, a very odd. And he's position. representing this gentleman pro yeah. bono, which yes. is free of, free of, <laughs> is free that of true? charge, yes. Oh, that, that is, is true. That is true. And, okay. and I'll, I'll tell you the story nice on that job. one. Nice job. So... I was working at a firm when I first moved to Florida, and they hired the, the his mother reached out to the firm and said, "You got to help my son. He'd just been found guilty. He had not been sentenced yet. They needed a lawyer to go in and try and help him with the sentence, and then do his appeals." Very quick, his mom ran out of money because these people they don't, they just don't have the money. Right. And you got to picture the scenario, right? I'm in court. I'm going to court with this guy for a sentencing. He knows he's getting hammered, and this guy is standing next to me. He's shaking like a leaf. Uh. All right, and this judge, this federal judge, is telling him, "Mr. Cooper, I'm really uncomfortable doing this. I don't want to give you a life sentence, but the government says I have to because you have these two prior felonies. So I have to sentence you to life without parole." And the guy sitting next to me, he's about to pass out, and I'm about to throw up because I just can't believe this is happening to right. this guy. He's a nice guy, he's a right. good guy, right. and he's holding my hand and he says, "Patrick, listen, you're all I got. My mother doesn't have any money to hire a lawyer. Oh yeah, yeah. I need you to help me." Please help me. And what am I going to say at that point? No, well, no. The guy's looking at me, you're right? You're a good guy, too. I, feel, I, I feel your passion just the way you d- described yeah. it right there. Yeah. And, and the guy is. He's, he's essentially serving a death sentence for nonsense. essentially nothing. For nonsense. Uh, and it gets, it gets crazier. So I, I look the guy in the eye and I say, listen, Corvain, don't worry about the money. I'll collect my reward in the next life, okay? I'm going to fight for you. I promise you I'm not going to leave you on your own. I'll stick with you to the end. It's me and you together. Wow. Right, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, right? Yeah, and I, that's what I've been doing for the last five years. I've been we've been appealing every which way. So now, fast forward two years ago, California enacts you know all this drug law reform. They legalize marijuana, and there's two laws that come out that say anybody who's been convicted of a marijuana felony or nonviolent drug felony can apply to have those convictions thrown out. Oh, they can. Okay, yeah, good. And it's called Proposition uh, 47, and I think the other one was called Prop 64. So. Because he was convicted in California, got a local California lawyer. Both of those two prior strikes were wiped out. Both of those two prior felonies. So why is he were, still serving life? That's my point exactly. I mean, so yeah. I, I, at the point, you know, at this point, I'm going back to federal court. Well, listen, you go back. Uh, we, we saw what Donald Trump did for Alice Johnson. Yep. Now, Kim Kardashian's got a nicer ass than you, Patrick. Unfortunately, you can't walk into the Oval Office and uh, do much in that respect. But on a serious note... What he did for Alice Johnson, I know you're reaching out to President Trump. Maybe he can help you here with Corvain Cooper. That's exactly Can I make a suggestion? Sure. Trump has solicited uh, tips from athletes who who take a knee or or social-minded athletes. You know, the NFL controversy. He said, listen, if you know somebody who's unfairly jailed for something or an exceedingly uh, unfair sentence, let me know. And I'll take – maybe you should get in touch with uh, an athlete – who will then t- get in touch with President Trump. Maybe that's uh, the, the, the best avenue to go down. Bernie, great minds think alike. I, I've already reached out to Ms. Kardashian's publicist because we're preparing a clemency application to President Trump. And there was an article that just ran yesterday that Trump is actively looking for people like Corvain Cooper to cut a break. He's actively He's looking. He's a black man, by the way. He's a black, yeah. young black male, uh, great guy, fantastic guy. And here's the kicker, right? A couple years ago, right before he leaves office, Obama announces his clemency initiative. He's going to, you know, use the power of the presidency to commute sentences. 
And I figured at that point, man, we got it, right? This guy checks all the boxes. No. Okay? We got this. We, we applied for clemency to Obama, and I said, man, this is such a disgrace. You would think, yeah. You know what Obama said? No, no. thanks. I, I can't say it on the air. <laughs> no, no, but he, he was too busy pardoning terrorists and uh, traitors. And he also, by the way, said no to Alex Johnson. Right. Donald Trump did uh, really? pardon. So this is, yeah, so this is not a surprise. Obama doesn't care, never did about African-American people, never did. That's why I'm amazed at the support and the loyalty African-Americans give him when, in fact, it's been proven now more than once that Donald Trump is the guy out there fighting for black America. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping against hope that this, this man finds it in his heart to do the right thing here because... I've done what I think is the right thing, yep. and I think the president has it in him you know, to do the we, right thing. We, we know some uh, athletes, and in this case, oh yeah, we should get the message to these what athletes. athletes. Why don't you just call Trump yourself? I'm being serious. You can reach out to, to or you because, can email him. But but they, they apparently it would be better PR for him to okay. re, to respond to a black football player. I mean, he could say, "Look, this guy sent me this, and I did that." Right. So maybe we should go down that avenue to help this Corvain Cooper out. Okay. We've got a change.org petition going uh, just in about a week. We've got over 1,500 signatures. Nice. I'm trying to let this go viral because, I, you know, you know when these things start to take on a life of their own, they go viral and, and now you know, the media picks it up. And I really want, you know, the world to know that this is a good guy. He doesn't deserve to spend the rest of his life in prison. His daughter, they right. need their father home. We've got to break here. We've got to go. But, it, you know. You've uh, got your own firm. You made a, a lot of money. You're doing really, really well. But it's fair for us to assume that if you can, in fact, and take not taking a penny, losing money, tons of money, if you can get Corvain Cooper out, this would be the greatest one of your career. It's definitely ranked among the top ten, and uh, and I think See, top ten, top, 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 top five, <laughs> top five, uh, top five. The one where you got a million for. <laughs> That's that's a that's a separate issue. Uh, but th- this is this is not this is not so much about the win. Um, it's about me doing the right thing for the right person. You're a good guy, a very good guy, Patrick McGarrow, the nice. attorney. Patrick McGarrow. He's representing Corvain Cooper, who's serving life without the possibility of parole for marijuana and cough syrup. For God's nice. sake, Corvain Cooper, Patrick McGarrow. Look it up, folks. See what we can do. Maybe some athletes. The yeah. Giants organization is listening, or yeah. somebody. We'll reach out. All right, we'll reach out. Thank you, Patrick. Thank Thank you, guys.